Super Scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. Some call it the greatest derby in the world. It is certainly the game that divides a country. When Celtic play Rangers, Scotland holds its breath. It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans. Would you have signed for Celtic? No. Would you, Peter, have signed for Rangers? No chance. Absolutely not. Henrik was, um, you know, I call him a freak of nature. You know, 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that is just freakish. For me, it's the best Rangers team of all time that we were up against, and that's the biggest compliment I can pay those guys. When you walk in the doors, there's a special aura. When Graham left, David Murray actually just said, what do we need here? And we all said straight away, is that man there? Our challenge, when, when Graham came in, was to put Celtic off the, the top of the league. I don't care who we lose at me. See if you win a sign for us, you can't lose at me, Rangers. I'd have given the world to sign for us. The old firm is beyond anything I've experienced and never seen and all that as well and you don't know how it is until you actually experience it yourself each family hands down the mantle supporting their particular team and that'll carry on forever Super Scoreboard The Old Firm Through the Decades 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football it's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic are underway looking for morale Boosting Europa League revenge against Sparta Prague Rangers host Benfica later looking to put one foot in the knockout stages And a day of departures along the M8 As Gary Holt leaves Livingston And Leanne Dempster steps down at Hibs I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Andy Halliday and Mark Wilson Yes, yeah, another big night Gordon In European competition for our side Celtic underway in... Uh, the European competition might be all but dead for them But it's a big night still for Neil Lennon As the pressure grows And you know, speculation surrounding his job continues He'll need a big performance from his team tonight Might not get a win But he needs a better performance Across the city Everything couldn't be much different Steven Gerrard with an opportunity To all but secure their place in the, the final rounds of this Europa League So a big night to look forward to Yeah Andy Halliday Two big games Wins important for both Maybe for different reasons um, But plenty at stake this evening Yeah two teams in completely different uh, Contrasting scenarios in their group uh, Both got difficult tasks uh, Obviously different scenarios But you know Celtic certainly need to bounce back For the performance that they had against Sparta Prague And from Rangers point of view you know, it's not necessarily a must-win, but they'll certainly want to try and go over the line tonight. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need to put your point to Andy Halliday or Mark Wilson this evening. So let's do it. Rangers fans, you've got the traditional build-up. You're later on this evening, so get in touch. Let us know how confident you are, how big a game it is, who you would like to see Steven Gerrard pick in his team tonight. And Celtic fans, you're already underway. So, as always, on these occasions, if you're shouting at the TV, just shout at us instead. Pick up the phone and let us know what you're making of the game. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Celtic with a bit of defending to do, and they do it well. El Hamed, who is back in the team tonight. I'll just run you through that Celtic team if you're just joining us. It's actually four changes from the weekend. So Neil Lennon. Uh, mixing things up a bit Scott Bain in goal Into the back four comes El Hamed and Christopher Julian The first time he's played since 14 games ago uh, So he's he's back after quite a spell out Ayer and Laxalt in defence Brown and McGregor the holding two Christy, Cham and El Yunusi Behind the lone frontman who tonight is Odson Edward Had to come off the bench at the weekend He starts this evening 
Mark, what do you make of that team? Um, I think the changes are right, if I'm honest. We'll start at the back. I think uh, El Hamid is the right decision. I've said in the show a million times how much I think of Frimpong. I think he's a, a fantastic young player, exciting young player. But I think the time is right for him to come out and a guy with a wee bit more experience, uh, a bit bigger physically, goes into the side. Julian, I think, will be a welcome return. Um, into the side with the troubles that Shane Duffy's had. It looks a wee bit more solid. Um, going into midfield and Cham I mean you could argue we've sat in the show again and argued that Cham's a wonderful player but he's not really been top form well he finds himself back in the side and the stick on for me was Odson Edward I thought he had to play I thought he had to play on Saturday if I'm honest he came on he rescued the game for Celtic played a huge part and everything good they did and I'm sure the Celtic fans will be delighted to see him leading the line tonight uh, Andy when we get round to Rangers team selection as well the Theme of Rangers games this season Is let's be honest It hasn't really mattered Who's played that, That's been part of their success it, it genuinely doesn't seem to matter Who comes in and, and who drops out The only thing that we Pretty much know tonight Is there'll be no Ryan Jack Yeah uh, Yeah exactly I mean to be honest It's, it's kind of hard to see Where Rangers first loss Of the season is going to come from Especially domestically But uh, they'll certainly know They're in for a tough task tonight You could see for the You know the previous game In Portugal at Benfica were a, were a very good outfit I think before that game Rangers would have took the point but certainly disappointing how the Benfica game ended after being in a in a convincing position, two goals up and obviously with a man advantage. But going in tonight, they're still in a commanding position for the group. But obviously, it's a good chance to to get it over the line tonight. And to be honest, I'm I'm confident that we'll certainly get a result. Okay, let's hear from you then on the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans, are you happy? Are with that team selection tonight? How big a night is this? Because I know lots of you have been telling us that ten in a row is all that matters, and Europe didn't matter anyway, and now it's gone. But given everything that's gone on, the pressure on Neil Lennon, the banner outside Celtic Park, what do the team need tonight? Is a good performance enough? Does it need to be a win? Need to get something on the board? You tell us. And Rangers fans will build up to kick off at well. 01419511025. Uh, can we go to Ibrooks already? Is Andrew McLean uh, waiting for us at Ibrooks? I think he might be Andrew. Yeah, another exciting Europa League night at Ibrooks to look forward to. Rangers have won all 10 of their games so far here this season, but you've got to say, this is probably the biggest challenge they face so far. Benfica, of course, managed to hold Steven Gerrard's men to that 3-all draw in Lisbon last time out. And for the short spell that Benfica had 11 men on the pitch, they did look really dangerous, didn't they? But a win for Rangers tonight, coupled with a victory for Standard Liège against Lech Poznan in the other game in this group, would seal a second successive appearance in the knockout stages with two games to spare this time. However, because both Rangers and Benfica have put themselves in a strong position, I'm sure they'd both back themselves to make it anyway, no matter what the result is tonight. Steven Gerrard wants that qualification early though and Benfica will be forced into some changes tonight star striker Darwin Nunez he's out after testing positive for coronavirus Adel Tarat, Julian Weigl also have the same issue Nicholas Otamendi suspended as well after his red card last time out Bongani Zungu definitely out for Rangers and as you said earlier Ryan Jack is a big doubt for this one I'll bring you the full team news as soon as it drops Mark Wilson, Sparta Prague nil, Celtic nil with 13 and a half gone what have you noticed about the match so far? Well, Spar Prague have started the strongest. I don't think anyone can deny that. Uh, getting into the wide areas quite uh, quite a lot and putting balls in quite early. Um, but just now, you know, the, the physicality of that Celtic backline, you know, a lot of height in there. Elhamid, Julian, I are dealing with it pretty comfortably. Celtic not really been up the park and threatened the other side um, too often. So I'm sure Neil Lennon will be looking for his team to get maybe five or ten yards further up the pitch to, to threaten the Spar Prague goal. What do you make of the changes Neil Lennon's made tonight, Andy? 
I think Edward's certainly no surprise. Uh, you know, I've said a couple of times on the show that I feel as if he's on top for me, Celtic's main man. Uh, I think he made a big difference when he came on at the game at Easter Road. So certainly no surprise to see him come back into the fold. Uh, Christoph, Christoph Julian, I think that he's, you know, he's. He, you could argue that he's been missed. I think Celtic defensively haven't looked as solid as they have in certainly in previous seasons. So again, not so much surprise there. Uh, Frimpong's one I'm not Celtic too sure have scored, and it's Odson Edward. They must have heard Andy Halliday. He on the shoulder played in through on goal. He chopped maybe once too many. It looked like Mark Wilson. He took it onto his left foot. In off the post It's actually a terrific finish And Celtic go yeah, one Yeah what a goal As he holds his line Terrifically well And it's a great little ball From El Yanusi. And you think You know the chance is gone But that's the Edward I think From last season You know too often this season Those chances were going A begging But he turns the defender Inside out And what a finish But look Just to take that goal Back to the other side Sparta Prague crossed the ball And what a defensive header It was from Christopher Julian I mean height and distance and it eventually drops to El Yunusi, who starts the attack at the other end. And that's what Celtic have been missing in both boxes. Both defensively, there hasn't been that command and presence at that side. And the other side, there's not been that cutting edge and it's a, a great finish from Edward. It was vintage Odson Edward, that wasn't Andy? I was actually going to talk about how it's, uh, it looks like an attacking lineup on paper for Celtic. And certainly in the early stages, Ryan Christie and El Yunusi seem as if they're playing you know, really close to Odson Edward and in champion the more advanced out of three. But... You know, it's a great pass by El Yunusi, but Odson Edwards still got a lot to do. He's, you know, when, when you watch it back, there, even though it's a counter-attack, Sparta Prague do well to get three, four men back, and he also he, he gets he gets one. You surprised? Andy, you surprised? See, teams now they play such a high line because it's quite obvious that Edwards got you know pace to burn. But Sparta Prague play so high, man. Benfica yeah. against Rangers a couple of weeks ago were the same, and you get that guys like that that time and room to run it and they will punish you. It does very well to square the defender up as well. And yeah. Once he does that, he can go both ways, and when he comes into his right foot, you know the defender who I'm sure has done his homework on Odson, uh, Odson Edward realizes his right foot. He thinks he's going to shoot, chops it back onto his left foot, and it's a uh, you know it's a great finish, and it's a goal that you know Celtic desperately need. Good start. Celtic needed it. Neil Lennon needed it. They're a goal up. 16 minutes gone. Sparta Prague nil. Celtic one. Jerry in co-winning is a Celtic fan to kick us off tonight. Jerry, I'm sure you are delighted with what you've seen so far. What about the bigger picture? How are you feeling about things at the moment? How big is tonight? I, I'm, I'm delighted going I was just about to say before you go and I wonder if there's going to be like a kind of time delay thing because I've got on my iPad and lo and behold you said they scored just before I got on Sorry. I, I won't tell you how I'm watching it but basically it's got Russian commentary so as you can imagine it's not maybe BT but we'll, we'll uh, we don't, we don't judge that. We're right. it's alright you're, you're just speaking to friends here it's not like there's a couple hundred thousand people listening in you're fine no, I know, I know that's good listen, see, see there's a couple of points Gordon and more generally I think the Green Brigade yesterday embarrassed themselves. Now, I, I'll give them praise. Some of the stuff they've done in the past, like the food bank collection, I think is a great thing. But if you're going to criticise Neil Lennon, do it on a forum like this. And I agree with him, Neil Lennon's time is up. I'll always be respectful for Neil and the achievements he's had as a manager. But doing something like that yesterday was embarrassing. It's also because we're still in the middle of the pandemic. You know, Something like that just gives people like Nicholas Sturgeon all the ammo they need to stop fans getting back in. So I just think it was wrong what they did. Um, and the subject as well Something Mark said on Saturday Was really kind of baffled me a wee bit This idea that the Celtic players are soft Or they don't like being shouted at You know Mark said he had a wee chat with Paddy McCourt And this is the kind of uh, Thing that they came to, to mind That the Celtic players are soft I don't buy that Mark These guys have won 11 trophies in a row You don't do that by being soft surely I think it was Neil Lennon That said they're soft We were just wondering 
if it's the same kind of attitude in the dressing room that can react to, to Neil Lennon. I don't think there's a problem with Scott Brown, Cal McGregor, guys like that who've seen the course. No, not at all. I think, what you, I think is, what you said was in your time Neil Lennon used to give it to you guys. Oh, I mean, both ridi- barrels. Ridiculous and Neil you, Lennon. And you yeah. wondered if this current group handled yeah. it the way your yeah. team did. And I, I, I don't think, watching Neil Lennon just now go about his business, I don't think he's anywhere near the same character as he was 10 years ago when we used to get it. So I was just kind of seeing my opinion on that. I don't, for one minute, I don't think they're soft team. You're right, they're a successful side, but it's the manager who's come out and says there's a softness, there's a naivety, there's a weakness. So I hope that's cleared it up, Jerry. I remember you saying that Charlie McGrew used to get it the worst, and I've just the I, I don't know why I was playing in my mind. Why did he get it the worst? Him and James Forrest used to get it the worst. I don't know. I just I, 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 I don't know. But the two of them took it on the chin. I mean, James Forrest takes it. You took it from the start of his career off Neil Wenning all throughout his career with the fans to this day. But he's strong enough mm. to handle it. Um, so there are strong characters in there, Jerry. No doubt about it. I understand what you're saying, Mark, but it just felt to me like um, you were just trying to look for excuses to defend Neil Lennon because, you know, you're very loyal to him, and that's admirable, but, you know, again, I, I stand by everything I've said recently, Neil's time is up, I don't think he is a modern progressive manager, I just felt like Neil is doing what Steven Gerrard did early in this year, and I know Andy won't really want to talk about this, but Steven Gerrard threw the Rangers players under the bus constantly last season when they were losing games. And Neil Lennon is doing the same thing. It's management 101. You don't criticise the players in public. You do that stuff in-house. But Jerry, when, does it, when do the players then take responsibility? Uh, is it one guy's fault that results don't go the way? Is it Neil Lennon's... No, only Neil, is it only it's, Steven Gerrard's fault? Can managers not criticise players anymore? See, they shouldn't do it in public. When did Alex Ferguson ask the Wenger ever do it, uh, Mark? I know All the time. School, but All the time. No, he didn't. Many, many times I've heard that. See, uh, see, heard see, see for me, do you, know be, do you know what would be worse for me? See, if I was a supporter and I was watching my team underperform, it would be worse if the manager came out and said how well they're playing, which yeah. I've seen in previous occasions. So I... I me personally, uh, you know, from a Celtic point of view, I wouldn't mind if Neil Wynn coming out and digging these players. I'd expect a reaction from the players in the next game. And for the first 20 minutes of the Sparta Prague game, it looks as if they're getting that. But I know, I know myself, if a player, if I've not performed in a game, and you expect wh- whatever a manager says in-house, you expect it to stay in-house. But if he's, if he's criticising in the dressing room and then went out and criticised the team in the interview, don't mind that. I think it's different if he doesn't say anything to the players in the dressing room and then comes out and maybe says something that's he's not said yeah. at all in the dressing mm-hmm. room and says it. You know, I, I can put a different message to a media. Sometimes that's worse. But yeah, you know, I don't have any problem with a manager coming out and criticising his players for his deserve. So, Jerry, when he talks about fragility, um, softness, what do you, so you think is Neil Lennon wrong to, to point those things out? Is any of that valid? Sorry, Ed Gordon. No, I, I, listen, I just feel that Neil is throwing the players under the bus with his poor performances. I'm not expecting to come out and say they were brilliant. But just the cliches he's coming out with, they're soft, they're lazy, need to change the culture, the attitude. I mean, does that not come from the top? Does that not come from any company, any workplace? It's the management that sets the tone of the culture. If the manager's coming in at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, three hours late, it's not going to be a surprise if some of his uh, you know, underlings do the same thing. But if he's there at 7 o'clock in the morning, last in, last out sort of thing, that's the tone you have to set. I just feel that Neil is throwing the players under the bus Again, like Stephen Gerrard was doing back in his turn of this year, and it's wrong. He just shouldn't be doing that. But ultimately, you, as much as you, you don't think Neil Lennon's 
the man for the job anymore You do disagree with the, the banner, yes? Oh, absolutely, yeah Listen, Neil Lennon is a Celtic legend Everything he's achieved as a player and a manager to, I think publicly disrespecting him like that Is out of order And the Green Brigade should take a long hard look at themselves just on that point, Jerry, where you're saying Stephen Gerrard was wrong last year as well, and Neil Lennon's wrong for criticising the players. Stephen Gerrard, if you're, uh, that's what you're saying. Stephen Gerrard criticised these players when they weren't performing. Look at them now. Look at the way they're performing now. So, is he right or is he wrong to criticise them and get a reaction? Mark, there's a lot of circumstances with things that happened this season. I'm not. I don't have time to get into that. But you look at the lack of fans and. Again, Andy won't want to talk about this, but Tavernier and Kent came out and said they couldn't handle the pressure. All of a sudden, James Tavernier's world-class, Conor Goldson's world-class, when there's no fans in their backs. I'm not taking anything away from Rangers. I'm just saying there's a lot of circumstances this season that are showing, you know, developing things. But Celtic have to adapt to that as well. And they're not adapting to it under Neil Lennon with lack of fans. What's your take on that banner, Mark? Jerry doesn't think Neil Lennon's the man. But he's not happy with the banner What did you make of it When you woke up yeah. and saw that yesterday what, what was your reaction? Yeah I was surprised I, I don't like uh, Like I'm all for supporters um, Airing their opinion About the manager They're entitled to it If they're not happy with what's going on at a club I don't like supporters Gathering outside grounds with banners Wanting the manager out um, When he's still in a job And when there's still A lot of work And a lot of ground to cover Um and Jerry's saying, look, you're loyal to Neil Lennon. Look, there's no particular reason I'm loyal to Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon got rid of me. Neil Lennon ended my he's a, he's Celtic a, he's career. He's a good judge of character. You've got to give him that. <laughs> well, well, so there's no reason, you know, for that. Um, but I just think a banner outside for such a vocal point of the Celtic crowd, I thought it was disappointing. I mean, for me, uh, you know, I, I've heard this quite a lot about how Rangers are performing there's no fans for me if you want to say that for a Celtic's point of view they should be worried then if Celtic players can't get self-motivated if there's no fans that should be the real worry secondly am I right in saying that Celtic's second if I think they've lost two games domestically in the last year is that right? Well, they didn't lose at the weekend they just dropped points but they have lost two yeah, range, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a year both of them against Rangers and albeit you know, I, I don't think Celtic are performing anywhere near their best but we're in November they're 11 points behind, fair enough, with two games in hand. It's hardly a crisis. Don't get me wrong, I don't think they're performing well and they do have to improve. But for what Neil Lennon's brought Celtic as a player and a manager, I think the, the criticism he's getting is, is, is very harsh. All right, thanks to Jerry. 01419511025. 25 minutes gone now in Prague. Sparta Prague nil. Celtic won Odson Edwards' goal. The difference... Um, the hosts are looking to get back into it, Mark. A lot of territory for them. Yeah, yeah, they're coming into it. Well, um, you know, nothing's really changed from the the last update. You know, Celtic are defending their box pretty well. A lot of crosses coming in, but Ayer and Julian have found themselves on the end of it defensively. Um, so I think Neil Lennon will be happy with that because it's it's an area of the team that's came under severe criticism. Um, but again, he won't want to invite too much pressure, and we've seen it. Um, in their last uh, away game where they invited pressure on and ended up you know, getting pinned back from two goals ahead. So it won't want to invite them on too much. 01419511025. So far, so good for Celtic. We're building up to kick off at Ibrooks as well. Rangers fans, who would you like to see play tonight? Pick your team. We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard and get you a starting 11 next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday and Mark Wilson are here Celtic have been pegged back in Prague It's now 30 minutes gone Sparta Prague 1 Celtic 1 And Mark, as good as Odson Edwards' goal was at one end Celtic's mm. goal of conceded was equally as poor If not worse at the yeah, other Yeah, it's another calamitous goal that Celtic have conceded Just before the break we're saying they, they can't keep inviting crosses into their box And it's exactly what happened Set piece, second phase Again, not too sure what Scott Brown uh, is trying to do there He's got the flight of the ball And he turns his back and tries to vault it away Allows a shot to come in And Cal McGregor's playing everyone onside And it's an easy tap in So hugely disappointing goal again from Neil Lennon Because I, I think it just typifies the goals Celtic are losing this season They looked okay for 20 odd minutes Looks solid enough Defending But again It's individual errors That's cost them Andy how did you See that goal What what stood out for you? I think for based on the first Sort of 25 minutes 30 minutes of the game I think Celtic have been happy enough To allow Sparta Prague the ball And uh, you know Deeper areas But it's been far too easy For them to advance uh, Especially in and around Celtic's box And like Mark said They put in 3-4 dangerous crosses now and, and Celtic have defended them well But if you keep inviting that pressure Then no chances are going to come And it was a, it was certainly a poor goal to concede for, for Celtic's point of view Will people again be looking at Scott Brown? There's a lot of focus on him at the moment Overall then after the penalty at the weekend How much better yeah, could he have done? Yeah I'm not sure if he loses the flight of the ball It looks as if he was going to uh, go with his head and, and then try and make contact with the defender But end up losing the flight of the ball Try to sort of hook it away And, and didn't get on, anything on it And allowed the, the Sparta Prague player to, to have a sclaffy shot and go And uh, you know, Carl McGregor's played I think three, four players on side, and it ends up in the back of the net. So it's disappointing, and, and Celtic will want to get back on the on the offensive soon. So all square then, Celtic fans. What have you made of it so far? What are you hoping for for tonight? Do you? How much do you care about Europe? I know some people want to disregard it, but can you really when the club is so keen to get confidence back and perhaps what it means for Neil Lennon? Let us know, Rangers fans. Building up to kick off at Ibrox. Give us your thoughts Who should play tonight Pick your team Are you confident Getting that win It would certainly go a long way To if, if not Securing qualification For the knockout stages So get in touch with the guys And let them know What is on your mind Stephen Gerrard uh, Has been speaking In the build up to this game He says Rangers now Have the playing assets That will help put the club back On a sound financial footing uh, Towards the end of last week The figures were announced It was an operating loss Of 15.9 million for the financial year and will have to raise more than 20 by the end of next season to avert another cash crisis but Stephen Gerrard says they were right not to sell anyone during the window The board support uh, has been fantastic um, you know since the, the first day I, I came in really um, in, in, in terms of the numbers I think obviously you'd have to take certain things into consideration in terms of the time and they could have looked uh, very much different if we did um, accept the bid for one of our big assets. I think the important thing to know is this team's in much better shape than it was uh, when we came through the door. The, the team's littered now with big assets. The team's worth a, an awful lot of money now compared to to what it was. Um, but, you know, this is the time of the year when, when the numbers come out. Europe's always important for a club like Rangers um, because of the history, because of the the big European nights that have gone before for the supporters. It's what they enjoy uh, doing, watching the team in Europe, travelling near and far uh, to follow the team. So from a football point of view, there's always a responsibility uh, and an expectation here as the Rangers manager to continue to do well year on year. Um, you know, and if that means that we make more money or we 
um, go further in competitions and it helps from a financial point of view, that's great. And uh, that will always be the aim. But first and foremost, it's a reward and fantastic support. Just to kind of tie all this stuff together, Andy, I think obviously Rangers' priority right now is winning the game tonight, succeeding in Europe, winning things domestically. But to tie that into what Stephen Gerrard's saying about now having a team of assets, is it nights like tonight which, which make you an asset? Nights like... Porto and Feyenoord and some of the big games we've seen so far are, are those the ones that really boost the value of players? Yep, definitely because I think a lot of the suitors that, that some of these players might have is, is obviously in uh, somewhere else in European football and in different European countries but I think every sort of game right now Rangers are making two, three, four changes and, and no matter who's coming in they're doing their job and they're doing their job very well so I think everyone within the squad I, can't, I don't think you can really pinpoint one player and say he's... he's Extremely underperformed this season. I think whoever plays, they're doing well. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good headache Stephen Gerrard's got in his hands right now because you know the squad's in a good place and and every sort of player's performing just now. So it'll be interesting to see what team comes through tonight. Mm. So I'll, I'll probably expect a couple of changes again. So why Europe is so important on a number of layers, Mark Wilson? Because I, I'll repeat it, it's not exactly Stephen Gerrard's priority tonight. But on the week when when they release those financial figures, if you do well in Europe, not only does it it benefit you in in the, the immediate term with the finances you bring in. It then just boosts the value of your squad if people can see um, what they're capable of. Of course, the, like the big picture with players and and where they're at, they do get judged in European football. Um, we all like to think our players up here are, are great if they're performing week in week out in our league. But unfortunately for us, it's outside this country they're judged in Europe. So if Steven Gerrard, season after season, can progress that team into the latter stages of the European competition Then the value of those players go up You know Celtic Over the years Have got the value of the players up For playing You know European football Whether it's Champions League Or latter stages Of the Europa League The value is added on The more you perform at this level So Yeah I mean All Stephen Gerrard can do Is keep You know Performing on the pitch the figures he kind of get too tied up in. He's got a, he's got a tough enough job, you know, picking yeah. teams and and going in tactically against teams like Benfica. So um, another positive result tonight. Um, will finish out another very good mm. week for them. Right, Rangers fans, what are you thinking ahead of tonight? Are you confident of getting the job done? How big an incentive is it to try and wrap this qualification up with a couple of games to spare? And just before we get team news, Celtic have conceded again. And if the first one was shambolic, Mark Wilson. This one might be even worse Wow I, I, I mean Incredible amount of times That Celtic have allowed the ball To come into the box Unopposed No stopping crosses And once again It's a cross A low one this time it's, It looks like it's left by several Of the Celtic defence To come right across the face uh, Yeah it's left by Well right round the back Julian can't get there And he leaves it in the first instance yeah, Doesn't he Elhamid doesn't fall his man in And it's a tap in at the back post And what was looking promising In 20 odd minutes Another two poor goals Wow that's It doesn't get any better When you see that back Andy Yeah It's just been far too easy For Sparta Pride to advance the ball And to You know to areas You know 20, 30 yards out For Celtic's goal And and again, it's it's a fairly unopposed cross to put into the box. It's you know I, I, we sort of missed the sort of build up to the goal, but I don't know where you know Diego lacks out that and, and why it's Callum McGregor that's that's out trying to stop the cross. But when you see the replay, you know Ayer certainly has an opportunity to clear the ball with his left foot and, and decides to leave it. Don't, don't get me wrong, I do think it was a good ball for for the boy at Sparta Prague, but it's just been it's just been all a bit a bit too easy. T- just now. Tell you what, the more, the more you see the cross, it's a wonderful cross in behind two centre halves, but. 
You cannot allow players at this level Could I have to... got it? I'm looking at the body I... language The other Celtic players all seem to be looking at him As if yeah. to say Why did you leave that? But maybe it could have But my point is You need to start stopping crosses in the wider area I mean it'll be interesting if there's a stat comes up It shows how many crosses Sparta Prague have had I know the, the first goal comes from a corner But everything good they've done Is came from Celtic standing off them in the wide areas And Julian and I are having to head things away You can't continue just not a press in the wide areas. It's been very poor in that respect from Celtic. And I wonder, like, I wonder how much a manager said we'll defend our box, or how much he said go out and stop the cross. Interesting, Jerry's. You know, we were divided there. Does that come through the manager? Is that the players on the pitch? You know, it's for me, it's a collective responsibility. But I can't continue this way, or Celtic will be out this game um, pretty quickly into second half. Yeah, I, I'm. I would like to see the replay again as well, because you know, if my memory serves uh, me right for just looking at it, there it looks as if there's one, maybe two, Sparta attackers in the box, and and Celtic have got the numbers. They've got three, four in the box, but yeah. they're marking the space, and nobody's marking the man. It seems as if it that it's all too easy for Julius just to sort of, you know, ghost his way into the back post and and have a tap in three, four yards out for goal. But it certainly looked uh, in the first instance that. That Ayer could have cleared it with his left foot But I certainly want to see again Was he the boy who got the hat-trick? Was yeah. he in the... Yeah, yes, I think it was, he's come it? back to, to ah, Burnley well, you think uh, Once more We're not lesson from him, obviously not yeah, I guess not uh, Right, 01419511025 I thought we were about to speak to Sean uh, In Garthamlock, he appears to, he seems to have disappeared We'll try our best to get him back Rangers fans, get in touch The team news will be breaking from Ibrox pretty soon uh, I would imagine So let us know what you make of it Remember you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB I think we are just seeing Replays of it again You notice anything different I mean I Mark It's the body language He holds his hands out As if to say You know I, I'm leaving it The universal sign for Yeah yeah. yeah. Listen He could take a portion But see a defender In that space You, you put your foot out You could deflect in like, I'll, I'll be more critical Of the wider area I thought Callum McGregor Who again Terrific player But he's went out Shut down the cross He's a few yards off And he turns his back On the cross I mean Is that good enough to To yeah, stop a cross That putting your body in the line Lacks out of position initially And I, I'm Listen we missed the build up So I'm not, not quite sure why And and I think Cal McGregor's trying to do the you know, The honest work And try to go over And, and sort of cover for him But he doesn't he's, He doesn't get close enough To the attacker And like Matt said earlier That must be the Sixth, seventh, eighth cross That yeah, Sparta Prax yeah. put into the box And you know If you keep allowing that to happen You're, you're going to concede chances But you know, it's, we spoke about Celtic have looked fragile at the back this year, and you know it's in the first forty minutes that it's not too mm-hmm. great either. Celtic fans, half time's just around the corner, so at that point uh, you can give us a call and let us know what you've made of the opening forty-five. Uh, let's bring in Sean, who's a Rangers fan tonight, a confident Rangers fan. Sean, would that be fair? Uh, definitely confident. Um, I'm going three 0 Rangers. Arsenal <sighs> to get one, and Morelos to score two at his point. He's even picked the goal scorers I like that Right what gives you so much confidence We had a good look at Benfica didn't we We saw the two sides of them We saw a team that Rangers can get at And, and take a good advantage But we saw what they're capable of um, At the other side Well I'm confident tonight I think if we date well, the night We're through um, the last 32 I believe So um, I'm pretty confident And I think Benfica They know go 8 or 13 players at tonight I'm not sure about the exact numbers Andy But a combination of Covid issues and injuries They yeah. are decimated That game changed really When, when Nunez Darwin came on Nunez And, came and on. he's out So that's a, a boost for Rangers Yeah I mean We've said this a few times on the show I think he's missing for coronavirus So obviously yeah. his, his health and safety I want to make sure that It gets better soon But 
you've got to say it's uh, you know for a football perspective it is a boost for Rangers because when he came on in the game last week he made a real real difference and and he was the main reason certainly that Benfica got back into the game but you know looking at that game I thought I thought that was arguably Rangers best performance of the season I thought they were absolutely superb periods in the first half certainly periods in the first sort of 20-30 minutes of the second half I think it's a, a game they they did everything to win but it was just that lack of game management going into the last 10 minutes just to see it out and it'll be one that they'll be disappointed with but they're still in a commanding position in the group uh, you know Sean mentioned they, they can go through the night with a win but uh, I think it does depend on on results elsewhere I think if, if Standard Liège win against Let Poznan and Rangers win tonight we'll see them through in the nicest way possible and this won't be taken nice because these co- these comments always get taken out of context in this show uh, Rangers predictability is boring me a bit Andy because we used to always have great debates <laughs> about who should play and who shouldn't but I said it earlier and it is a compliment it doesn't really matter Ryan Jack's out tonight in times gone by there'll be a great debate about who should come in and take his place people now greet that with a shrug of the shoulders because Rangers have a game plan and it doesn't really matter who who takes his place who do you think will yeah. tonight for what it's worth uh, I'd be very confident in naming nine of the starting eleven, which I think is the case with quite a lot of Rangers games. Um, I think I would expect you know changes from the weekend. I think you can always get a sort of sense with Rangers team the previous game. I think Glenn Kamara and Stephen Davis missed out the game at the weekend against Aberdeen, so I fully expect the, to see the two of them uh, coming back in. You know, obviously with the you know with Ryan Jack being a major doubt for the game, he's certainly going to come in for one of them. Uh, but I see you know Alan McGregor, of course, in goals. I think three of the back four on Neil Tav, Borna, uh, Connor goals, and I think the other ones, you know, a, a debate you could have. I think Leon Balgan's played the the majority of the European games, probably because that that extra bit of pace that that Phil Hollander's not got. But uh, Phil obviously came in for the Benfica game last week and uh, sorry last time out and and struggled a little bit. It's uh, you know I've been you know very vocal how well he's done this year. That's probably one game that. Uh, he'll want to forget so I think that's that's a position there you know there could be a bit of a debate about and the other ones at, at right forward I think that's another position that sort of changes quite a lot but I think the other nine you, you, you could mm. you could name every day of the week uh, whilst Andy was giving us great insight there did I hear you slap your own forehead at how bad Celtic were defending <laughs> at the moment I, I definitely heard I heard something yeah, yeah I did. it sort of put I, I me did. off sorry Johnny sorry explained. guys to, I, I, to be honest I've still noticed another three crosses going into the box I, I, in the I mean five minutes. I think just Basic errors when Celtic are in possession tonight, and and their defensive third lacks out. Scott Brown, you know McGregor, all been guilty of just giving the ball away under no pressure and inviting you know pressure on themselves and crosses. It's been poor. Apart from that one minute quality that Celtic got the goal, got to say it's been poor again. People could say that this. Is the best input you've had in this show in about three and a half years <laughs> That slap in the forehead is the most sense you've made I'll in ages take, I'll take any credit uh, Right, it's almost half time in Prague So Celtic fans, if you can bear it Come out from behind the sofa at the moment It's not Jeez making it Sparta Prague have just rattled the post A real let off for Celtic Right, it's almost half time So what have you made of the first half? Now's a great time to phone us and let us know 01419511025 Just let me tell you about this first Before we do anything <laughs> For kids mission Christmas That's right folks It is that time of the year Can you believe it 2020 has gone by So fast But really important time of year Christmas every year Really should be a time For families and celebration But unfortunately For thousands of children Right here on our doorstep It is just another day And especially with the difficult year That it's been We want to do our bit To make Christmas Day Just a bit different For these kids And I don't mean anything Special or extravagant I'm talking about money in the meter a hot meal a small gift things that every one of us 
usually take for granted So you can help make this happen by supporting Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas this year with J&D Pierce Just trying to make that little bit of difference So whatever you can spare, go to ClydeOne.com and click on Appeal I'll thank you in advance, anything you can spare makes such a difference Give us a call, what have you made of that first half in Prague? We'll speak to you next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic fans, it's a great time to call Because it's half time in Prague You trail by two goals to one So before the second half kicks off Let us know what you've made of it We've got John already on the line You can join in and tell us 0141-951-1025 Let's go to Ibrooks. We've got breaking team news from the Rangers camp Who's playing tonight? Andrew McLean yeah, a rather modest amount of changes from Steven Gerrard going by his recent form. Just two for this one tonight. Out go Ryan Jack, who we all knew was injured. He drops out the squad altogether. Joe Rebo out the team and out the squad as well. So you can only assume that's an injury for him as well. In comes Stephen Davis and Glenn Kamara from the start. So it's Alan McGregor who starts on goal. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield and Glenn Kamara with Kamar Roof and Ryan Kent either side of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes for Rangers tonight, McLaughlin, Bassey, Hellander, Hadji, Itten, Barker, Stewart and the three academy products as well Barjonas, Dixon and King Andy Haldy did say nine were nailed on uh, Stephen Gerrard makes two changes from the weekend Yep, two I was expecting um, you know, Glenn Kamara and Steve Davis have been superb this year uh, I think they've played every every European game so far and, you know, when you see them not in the starting 11 at the, the Aberdeen game you know, you, you get an inkling that Stephen Gerrard had one eye in the, uh, the game tonight so no surprise to see the two back in and the only thing would be no Joe Arebo anywhere So perhaps one for Steven Gerrard to clear up uh, Either before or after the game As to what's happened to him But I'm sure we'll find out Right, Celtic are trailing in Prague at the break They actually went in front in terrific fashion It was a wonderful Odson Edward goal The type of thing the Celtic fans have been missing from him next, uh, this season But after that it became all Sparta-Prague They're 2-1 up It could be more in all honesty And Celtic have looked right up against it John, what have you made of it? Unbelievable, my, my man. I know as I say, it's, it's just one calamitous after another. But my point is, uh, Gordon, Andy, and Mark, I've been trying for a couple of weeks to go on about this point. I mean, Neil Lennon, in my opinion, will always be one of us, and he's always beloved by most of 99% of the fans. But I think it's time for me to go now. And as a quick fix, I would bring Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane into the end of the season just to try to say Martin O'Neill always been a, a very good defensive man. I mean, because going forward, obviously, we've got the forward players, what I mean, but defence-wise, they're good players, but they just don't seem to be doing it. And I don't know, maybe it boils down to John Kennedy and the coaching staff as well, defensive coaches, but this is just unbelievable, one after other. It's as if they're not wanting to play for him. Because I thought tonight when they dropped Frimpong for Hamed, it'd be better, but it just seems to... I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me. They're not playing for the players, uh, for Neil anymore. I mean, I think it's... I think, personally as well... But Neil's take this to heart as well because they do the 10 he's a fan like me and the rest of the boys and it's just, it doesn't seem to be happening for us now I don't know uh, Can we knock this thing in the head about John Kennedy before we go I know he was a defender but he's not Celtic's defensive coach Mark Wilson we're, no, we're, not, we're, um, we're not going all NFL here he's not Celtic's no, defensive coach No nah, uh, equally when they're breaking records and scoring all sorts of goals he's not getting the credit for that but he, he, he's he's involved in everything Anyway um, on, on, a, on a wider point though yeah. what Celtic board have made it pretty well. I say pretty clear. They've they've kinda made it clear this week that, that they're back in Neil Lennon and nothing's changing. Mm. Can that change tonight or, or not? Is is this? Yeah, uh, I think it can. Change. Really? I think based so. on what? Listen, well, so depending on how bad this gets, or I think so. I, I, 
my honest opinion here is Look I, I think I've said in the show I think Neil should be given More time But he needed a big performance tonight He needed something Recognisable That there was shoots of recovery And something for the fans To grasp on it If this goes the way It did at Parkhead A couple of weeks ago Then I think he could be in trouble I, I've got to say Because It was that bad A couple of weeks ago At Celtic Park That the supporters were calling for his head then. If it goes again to to three or four one and Celtic were let off the hook right at the end where Sparta Prague miss a sitter, then he could be in trouble. Mm. Um because it's another humiliating defeat. And let's let's remember, you know, Europe might be away. This isn't away in the San Siro against AC Milan. This isn't against Benfica or whoever other big teams Celtic and Rangers have come up against. It's Sparta Prague who haven't Exactly Being in sparkling form So It kind of highlights everything That's going wrong at Celtic If this goes bad Now they've got 45 minutes I'm not saying the game's done and dusted But if that went in at the end Then It's a huge team talk Neil Lennon's got He's got off the hook at the end He needs a big 45 minutes from his players These conversations are always a bit weird Neil Lennon's a Celtic manager He's quite literally in there at the moment Giving his half-time team talk And and we're here discussing Who could take his place I mean I, I do find that a bit strange but John brings the point up Is, is that really where Celtic are Where you, you turn to, to Martin O'Neill and, and try and, and rescue this Andy I, I, yeah. don't... I mean I don't think Celtic fans will, will, will worry too much About what I'm saying But I've I've already said I do believe the criticism is, is harsh You know Neil Lennon came in last season And, and everybody knew it was going to be a tough task To, to come in and replace Brendan Rodgers Who had, had obviously done so well for the club And, and Neil Lennon came in and, and did ever so well last year And, and, and don't get me wrong Celtic haven't haven't hit the heights of other performances that they did last year but you know it is still only two domestic defeats in a year from a European standpoint yep they've not been good enough uh, their European results haven't been good enough but uh, more often than not Celtic's European results over the sort of five, six, seven years haven't been good enough Brendan Rodgers wasn't exactly outstanding in Europe either but from a domestic standpoint which I th- I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Celtic I think it's are. different though because they, they got to the Champions League you know then you're up against elite opposition yeah but I still don't think they were outstanding in no, Europe. Of course not. So, but I think you know every Celtic fan that's came on, they keep saying it's all about ten. It's uh, domestically that's what they're worried about. And like I said, it's it's two defeats and uh, domestically in a year. They're eleven points behind just now, but with two games in hand, they're in November. So I I, I do th- think that it, it's over the top the criticism from Neil Lennon. John, how worrying is the defensive performance tonight? It's absolutely symbolic. It's, 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 I can't even be the answer. I'm not missed even there. If they're just it's, it's just one. As you say, calamity after another. I mean, don't be wrong. When I, I come on here, uh, Gordon, you know, I'm a regular caller to start the season, and I want to, I want to sign Shane Duffy. You know what I mean? Honestly, it's, he, I don't know what's wrong with that big guy too. I know I, th- I thought he was actually going on the game when he just started just defending instead of all the pushy footing about. But uh, I, I don't honestly, I haven't got an answer. But as I said, I know where Andy's coming for, right? As I say, probably if Rangers hadn't had the start they had to the season as well. They wouldn't be so much Ferrari about this, but at the end of the day, that's the holy grail for the Celtic fans, the 10 in a row, and I know that's for the Rangers to stop it, but I think, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying the, season, the league's over, right, but the way Rangers are playing, obviously, I hope, I hope they hit a wee bad patch as well, right, but to me, um, and I don't like to say it anyway, but to me, Neil's got to go, because... If it keeps going, it's go- it could be f- they could fall further behind Rangers, and then well, it's it'll be, it'll be forlorn. You know what I mean? So to me, 
to bring Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane. Don't be wrong, I'm, I'm not, I don't think Roy Keane's a great English, but a great manager, maybe a bit of a motivator. But Martin O'Neill, I think the two of them together was obviously with the Republic, but I mean, they were a team. And, uh, and obviously, I also think as well, which just is maybe Neil's fault as well, guys, that I don't think that's the backroom staff he wanted, right, when he took that job. But obviously, maybe it was put on him, which to me, he should have spoke out. And I actually think they're missing, uh, you call it Damien Duff as well this year. So I do. Seems to be they, they missed that guy. But as I say, I think I just. Neil Lennon will always be one of the, the guys. He'll, he'll, he'll always be a hero with Celtic fans. But I think to, now it's the time for change. As Rangers done it years ago, bringing Walter Smith back to steady the ship. So I think that's what's needed. That's my personal opinion, you know what I mean? And a lot, a lot of people say that with Gordon Strachan, a lot of Celtic fans were glad when we Strachan went, right? But then they didn't realise, I was one of the guys who always liked Strachan, didn't realise how good a manager he was to, to, to went, you know what I mean? So to me, my personal opinion is get get Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane into the end of the season to steady the ship and try and sort of salvage something, you know what I mean? OK, John, thank you very much. That takes us up nicely to this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Big 45 minutes coming up for Celtic and Neil Lennon in Prague. We'll tell you all about it and we'll build up to kick off at Ibrox after we do Beat the Pundit. It's your chance to come on here, get the bragging rights, win a sign ball and humiliate Andy Halliday or Mark Wilson. What an opportunity. 01419511025, lines close at 7. The headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Mark Wilson here tonight. 01419511025 to speak to them. You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. Celtic are back underway in the second half in Prague. They trail by two goals to one. They've looked a bit better at the start of the second half, but they are still behind in the match. So, Celtic fans, what have you made of it? Where did the team go from here if it doesn't go to plan this evening? And Rangers fans building up to kick off at Ibrox. So get all your pre-match thoughts in. Are you happy enough with the team Stephen Gerrard's picked? Are you confident that you can get those three points and do all but progress to the next round of the Europa League? You tell us. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. It's the highlight of Andy Halliday's week Beat the Pundit It's the only reason he comes on the show He lives for these moments Not like Chris Burke last night Who was so nerd Mark Wilson Chris Burke's face Is the only one I've seen Rival yours for redness <laughs> Last night He was panicking <laughs> Peter, was he? he was panicking big time uh, But he'd, yeah He'd have to go something To beat yours I think Let's meet tonight's contestant David is in East Kilbride How are we David? I'm not too bad yourself Not bad at all You feeling confident? Aye uh... 50-50 Hopefully I can get a better result Than what my team's getting just now Absolutely It's not going to plan Maybe you can cheer yourself up Don't tell me you're one of these That phoned in Expecting it to be Gordon DL And was disappointed Because his daftness Is not with us tonight That'll be Wendy Halliday I've heard him before He's played good at it So well, we'll see. I, I, want avoid, I want to avoid him ah, He's got his weak spots though It just depends <laughs> Definitely. It depends how the questions fall Right heads It's Mark Wilson Tails It's Andy Halliday and it's heads It's Mark Wilson You're off the hook Halliday David's punching well, there David's delighted He's got Wilson up against <laughs> him right, We'll see David Your record's actually not bad To be fair Right Aye. Let's give you some Clyde too He can't hear us anymore David 30 seconds on the clock Head to head with Mark And you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? Good man Let's get stuck in 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who the last team Celtic beat in the league? 
Who scored Hamilton's only goal last night? Oh, oh. How many points do Rangers have in their Europa League group? Seven. Where did Norwich sign Kenny McLean from? Aberdeen. How many times did Maradona win Serie A? Who's the lowest scoring team in the Scottish Premiership? Ross County. Who did Gary Holt replace as Livingston manager? Pass. Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, can you hear us? Yeah. Same set of questions to you. 30 seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. <laughs> Who were the last team Celtic beat in the league? Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Pass. Who scored Hamilton's only goal last night? A Dolphin. How many points do Rangers have in the Europa League group? Seven Where did Norwich sign Kenny McLean from? Aberdeen How many times did Maradona win Serie A? Twice Who's the lowest scoring team in the Scottish Premiership? Hamilton Who did Gary Holt replace as Livingston manager? Kenny Miller What was the Liverpool-Atalanta score last night? 2-0 Atalanta mm, What do you think David? He got through more questions but was it enough? I think you rattled him at the start That's a one <laughs> Sorry Enough for that <laughs> I think we'll move on for that Just when David replied It was a tight one as well you know, My head totally went Like It a family Enough show Enough for that right? So, please uh, Right Who were the last side Celtic beat in the league It was Motherwell So it was I tried to forget about so it as well it But you two big Celtic men Couldn't remember it either oh, So don't feel good, so bad Good, good start Nil David. nil uh, You're hopeless though First two questions Marius Ogpo Was the Hamilton Aki scorer last oh, night Oh no And David got it I feared was for a you dolphin at that point. suspended. No, he, he, no. He, did he, he play? He just played and had like did a he? nondescript evening. Oh. Yeah. You see, when you got those two wrong, I honestly the windows opened a little bit. I could hear from <laughs> from, from room 110 at the Queen Elizabeth. I could hear DL <laughs> loving life in his hospital bed. Oh, it must have went well then. Just cheering you. You're getting too much um, away. How many points do Rangers have in their Europa League group? It's seven. You both got it. So um, you're still trailing. Where did Norwich sign Kenny McLean from? Aberdeen You both got it huh. How many times did Maradona win Serie A? What did you say David? Four I see I couldn't hear you And I'm glad you came clean there It was actually twice So Mark Wilson gets yes. it It pains me to I'm say uh, Who's the lowest scoring team in the Premiership? Andy who would you have gone for? St Mirren It is St Mirren None of you got it right who did Gary Holt replace as Livingston manager? It is Kenny Miller. Yes! David, he got one more question in and he got it right with Atalanta. So <laughs> it was a five for Mark Wilson <laughs> and a three for you. Hardlines? Yeah. I'm okay, Davey. <laughs> he's pretending his line's breaking up. He's, he's rubbing the phone. He's rubbing his jump on the phone. We can't hear him anymore. There we go. Another victim, Mark. Yes. It wasn't a classic performance, ah, well, but you got there in the count. end. No count, mate. Yep. You were all over the place at the start. Then. I was, aye, aye. It was difficult. The Celtic, that <laughs> puts things into perspective. When was the last time Celtic? You can't even remember. I thought the pressure got to you. I thought because you were out of your usual surroundings, you felt a bit of pressure. You were trying to show off to Andy that you're, you're good at beating the pundit. No, honestly, th- I, no, I do genuinely you think know that what? got to you. I actually steadied the ship a bit because if that's a normal Thursday and I get two wrong he and I look at DL <laughs> and he's laughing and I'm uh, all over the shop, but Andy was professional. You know. I did notice you took a glance to me after you that did. first question. You're nervous but, side yeah. eye. Yeah, 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 but oh, good, another victory. Aye, something like that, right? Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five fifty seven gone. Sparta Prague two, Celtic one. Mark Wilson, you'd have to say much better from Celtic in the second half, um, but still trailing. Yeah, has been. Um, Edward has a, a 
a decent free quick kick saved uh, down low to the right hand side. Chrissy has an effort past the post. They just look like they're pressing higher up the pitch. You know, a wee bit more energy about them. Um, but they did start the first half for 15 minutes okay and fell away. So Neil Lennon will be looking for his team to keep up this tempo and try and create a few more chances because um, they're still training, trailing at this minute in time. Um, I wonder how long he'll leave it before he makes one or two changes That's another thing uh, Don't forget we just played Beat the Pundit later on As always we'll give you a full time teaser But the beauty of Thursday's full time teaser these days Is we've got a nice prize for you Thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors We've got another beer fridge A case of beer to go in it Pies Thanks to Pie Sports Scotland and Bovril as well A football survival kit uh, So stay tuned to find out how you can win that Let's bring in James and Paisley And see what's on his mind tonight James are you a confident Rangers fan ahead of kickoff. Very right. Uh, just uh, before I start, just a uh, hello to everybody there. Hi, uh, Andy, Mark, yourself. Um, I'm very confident. Uh, I'm I'm confident we'll get a result. I don't know if about three and packing scorers like fair play that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, just before I, I get my initial point, I just want to say to Andy right that for me, if Rangers win the league this year, it will sadden me a wee part that two players and uh, previous players. In the last eight years, never got to pick up that, and he's one of them, and the other one is Lee Wallace. So I'll be gutted for you, Andy. But hopefully, you can pick up the cup uh, next month, and that'll make up for a wee bit. Uh, well, um, if Rangers win the league, I'll still be happy, dude. <laughs> um, my, my my question was 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 uh, initially it was to Andy, but I'd like to hear Mark's point in this as well. Um, how far they think that Rangers could go in in the Europe League, and I fully understand it's not a priority, but obviously for financially, uh, it's a big boost, you know. Andy to you first then Well first and foremost I see them going through the group uh, and, and I know it's sitting on the fence A little bit James But I think it all depends on On the draw And, and, and how lucky And how fortunate you can get But I've said it before I think that To me Rangers over the last Sort of two seasons Under Steven Gerrard No matter who they've played in Europe They play with no fear So I think that will still be the case you know, If they do advance through the group And and whoever they do may draw In the knockout stages I think it will be the same But like I said, domestically and and uh, in European competition, I wouldn't predict Rangers to lose a game right now. And uh, you know they're facing a very very good team in Benfica tonight. But such as the performances and the and the confidence in the place that Rangers are in at the moment, I do still fancy them to get the win. Uh, I think they'll take a point if if offered a point right now, because I think a point you know near enough basically guarantees them through to the next round of the competition. But uh, it's very difficult for me to answer that. I do think that. You know, you, you, I think you looked at the last four, the last the the last mm-hmm. eight of the of the teams in the competition last year, and there's some big big names. You know, obviously in the final it was Sevilla and Inter Milan. Rangers played by a Leverkusen, so you know there there is big teams in the competition. But for the you know the the performances that Rangers have put in this season, I think they'll fancy themselves against the majority of teams. Because you still don't know who the Champions League dropouts are either, which puts a different spin on it. At the moment, if you look at the teams that are going well, Mark, this is the size of of the task potentially later down the line. I mean, Roma are top of their group, Arsenal are top of their group, um, old foes Bayer Leverkusen are still in there. Granted, they perhaps a bit weakened. Um, by the likes of Havertz leaving in the summer uh, Napoli, it looks like they'll potentially qualify Leicester, can you imagine that? That would be good, oh, wouldn't it? For us. Um, and perhaps AC Milan or someone from, from Celtic's group And Spurs and all the rest of it So, I tell, you, I tell you what I would say I would love to see Rangers play an English team That's that's what I would say Because I think that you know, for too long English teams have looked down at the at the Scottish clubs And, and think that it's a public thing Think that the standard's nowhere near their level I've watched plenty of Premiership games this year Aye. Where I could decide Rubbish. the quality Aye. is 
There's Aye. a lot up to scratch. So I, I would love to see Rangers if they advance to, to get an English. I don't team. think they have much much to fear. I, I think only excitement. I think some of the teams that Rangers have faced over the past couple of years in this tournament and put up a good showing, even away from home, defensively organised, always look dangerous on the counter attack. I think they could be confident going any day games. I mean, even you go back, you, you know, I mentioned Celtic here. But nobody would have thought Celtic would have beat Lazio last year away from home. So it shows you Scottish teams can progress. Andy's completely right. I, I think Rangers will get out of the group, but it's a lucky to draw who you get if the draw's favourable to you. James, what's your own feeling on it? Are you basing this on some of the opposition Rangers have played and thinking to yourself, well, you need to be pretty unlucky to get teams that are miles better than, than say, Porto or, or Benfica or, or Bayer Leverkusen or whatever? I don't I don't really feel I understand the point about the draw, right? But see, when you're looking at like um, Braga last year, right, and they are they are um their form get into that game and then just the performance, like they, they, they were two 0 doing at Ibrox and the performance they come back was for, like I just don't it's not that I'm saying Rangers will beat everybody. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the confidence is like the team that's grew with the supporters. So as in the last two kind of two and a half year when Steam Jar came in the, the confidence has also went up amongst the supporters when with these results. So I just don't see a point where, like Andy said, Rangers got into a game fearing anybody. I think what I would say is, you know, you look at Rangers last year, they got to the, the last eight uh, and fa- faced a very, very good Bayer Leverkusen uh, team. I feel as if Rangers are better this year. I don't think anyone can, can doubt that. I think the squad's better. I think the, the depth all over the pitch is better. I think like for like, no matter who's coming in, they're, they're doing their job well. So in that perspective, could they outperform last year and go one further? Potentially, but it, it, it's too hard to say not knowing what teams they could potentially face. Obviously, in the, mm. the last 32, last 16, whoever comes out for the Champions League. But now you, you mentioned Braga. Obviously, the run Braga were in last year. Braga beat Wolves as well in the group stages. So another one talking about you know put, uh, facing potential English teams. But for me, you know, like I said, I don't think uh, Rangers oh, will fear. Sort of, sorry to interrupt, Andy. I don't think Rangers will, will, will fear whoever they come up against in the competition, but. No, they're, they're certainly in a good place. Celtic have just missed a golden opportunity to draw level. It was actually a brilliant move. El Yunusi involved, gave it to Cham. Uh, Cham somehow found Edward. It looked like the chance had gone, and Edward off balance, seven yards out, and just pokes a tame effort right at the goalkeeper, Mark Wilson. I was yeah. waiting for that net to bulge. Yeah, it's a type of chances that need to go in. Um, it's a brilliant move from Celtic. El Yunusi does brilliant. Uh, and Cham involved in it He does great to pick out Edward I mean seven yards out Unopposed And he just doesn't connect right And the goalkeeper Practically Just falls on the ball What a chance to get this game Back level pegging Looks like a completely different game From the end of the first half Andy Celtic were really on the ropes And the second half have been been pretty good but they do still trail yeah it looked to me as if you know Edward was expecting the defender to get a toe on it he was he was caught in his heels a little bit and looked almost surprised that the ball eventually felt his feet seven yards out for goal but you know make no mistake it's a it's a, it's a huge chance for Celtic and if you want to fall it to any man it's going to be odds mm, on Edward yeah. but you know what we, we spoke about Neil Lennon the impact he can have on the players what I will say is whatever he said at half time it's worked because Celtic are in the our best 20 minute spell of the game by far and uh, I think he's certainly got a reaction out of the players and they're on top at the moment Thanks to James and Paisley let's bring in Darren and Bayless and the Rangers going to get the job done tonight Darren? Uh, hopefully hopefully um, first of all first time call here guys uh, it's nice to talk to you all Great um, to have you what made you yeah, call tonight I think, then? Um, I think oh, well I've actually been trying to get on the line um, past few nights actually Um I think tonight, with the way the game's going to go, 
uh, feeling feeling confident. I hope we can also come out with a win as every fan obviously does. Uh, but I, I think I would mainly like to see Morelos maybe try and get a goal tonight because obviously the way he's been performing and the way I've actually seen him perform, it's not it's not really been up to standard. And every time I watch him on the TV, I just say, oh, just get Morelos off, man. He's not doing that well. But if he gets if he puts in a good performance tonight, I would like to see him potentially get a goal tonight. Yeah, I mean, Andy. The, the interesting thing about Morelos Even when he has gone through those spells Where he's getting criticised He tends to pop up with goals in Europe It tends yep. to be the one area where he, his, his productivity doesn't really drop Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with Darren I don't think Alfredo Morelos is, is close to, to Hitting the heights that he's done over the previous couple of seasons But to me, from the outside looking in It does seem as if he's playing a sort of different role within the squad I'm seeing him outside the box a lot more uh, Lincoln play a little bit more with the, with the midfield And and I think there's been a lot more of an emphasis on the likes of Ryan Kent or whoever's playing on the other side to run in behind and, and be a threat in the box. So maybe that is a consequence of why he's not scored as many goals. But you know, what I will say is you can never you can never write a good striker off and Alfredo's always popped up with the goals when they've mattered. And I've no doubt by the end of the season we'll be talking about Alfredo Morelos scoring 20 plus goals again. And, and uh, yeah, it, listen, it would be good to, to, to see him get one tonight because I think you can see in his, his body language and his facial expressions, you know, when he's not got a goal and He's getting brought off when the managers try to look after him and, and rest him up for the next game. You, you always see he's got that disappointment <laughs> in his face. Uh, so it would be good to see him get a goal tonight. Yeah, he chucked the gloves away at the weekend. You kind of get used to that. Stephen Gerrard's not bothered about it. He just thinks uh, so. I, I, I mean, it depends how the, the result's going because I've seen, you know, obviously, Rangers win, Alfredo coming off and, and having that with you huff and the manager sort of smutting it off. But I don't think he'd have the same reaction if Rangers weren't winning the game and that was his... That was his body Did you ever notice anything in particular? I know there's always a lot made about is there a language barrier with him? Is he oh, at there's it? Definitely at times? a language barrier. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Did, did you ever get the sense that, that he did particularly thrive in Europe or, or particularly like it? Because, like I say, his, his record there speaks for itself. What I will say is, is his performances in Europe last year, some of them individually were some of the best performances I've seen. One that stands out immediately was Feyenoord away. Uh, what he'd done if Feyenoord's two cent and a half that night. On a night where I don't know if you can remember it, uh, but in the first half, Feyenoord absolutely battered us, and the only sort of, you know, former focal point in the team, anyone that was carrying us up the pitch was Alfredo for forty-five minutes, and albeit the team's performance improved in the second half, but Alfredo scored two goals from basically nowhere. Uh, there was there was one, uh, I think it was the first one. It was a it was a great ball in for Ryan Kent, but Alfredo does so well to get on the end. I think he busts forty yards up the pitch, gets on the end. The second one. No, it was a decent delivery, but uh, delivery, sorry, but no pace on the cross, and uh, how he managed to put it in the top corner was beyond me. But that's the reason we're talking about him now as being, you know, Rangers all-time European scorer, and to beat someone that like Alan McCoy to that record mm-hmm. just shows how well he's done. Uh, Darren, I mean, the team tonight we, we've kind of said it earlier on. Guys like Ryan Jack, a real important player for Rangers, not available tonight. But I guess you must be comfortable that you know whoever comes in can can do that job. Uh, Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, I was obviously we were talking about Morelos. We do have more goal scorers. I mean, Steve Davis, he's he's a goal scorer himself. He can score goals. We've got Tavernier. He can score goals. Ryan Kent, my favourite player, he can score goals. Obviously, he came on and done the duty against Aberdeen's first first goal. Absolute belter. So that nah, we've definitely got other players. I mean, obviously, you just we can have a team on, and you can just look at the bench yeah. and say, you know what, we've got pl- we've we've got plenty of options, plenty of options, and it's no it's, it's no as if they're gonna. They, I think they will struggle 
I'm not going to deny that they will struggle, but as long as they work together as a team, they'll they'll push it all like they've done in every other match. And obviously, they know the fans are always. I know the fans aren't there, obviously, in a night like this at Ibrox. It's, it's, if they had the atmosphere there, it would probably give them that wee bit more encouragement. But the way they're going, they're, they're doing, no one can complain about it. I can't complain about it. I mean, the way they're going in the league, nobody can complain at the present moment. So, um, no, we've definitely got other players that can obviously step in when there's injuries. Uh, but, no, I, I'm... Quite confident we can pull the job off tonight Good man, thank you Darren And Bailison, make sure you give us a call back sometime First time uh, we've had the pleasure of speaking to you Let me tell you about this It's that time of the night Full time teaser With Thompson's personal injury solicitors More than a million paid in compensation every week Right, every night at this time We tackle the full time teaser That's when you send the questions to us And the pundits try their best To get the answers before the end of the show But... It comes with a twist every Thursday We're giving you the chance to win a football survival pack For watching the games at home With a big thanks to our friends Thompson's personal injury solicitors Now we're going to give you the chance to win A beer fridge A case of beer to go in it Pies, courtesy of Piesport Scotland And Bovril as well So you're all kitted out for watching the games at home All you need to do is correctly answer tonight's full-time teaser Send us a tweet with all the correct answers before 7.45 You need to be over 18 Full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com And we're going to do this every Thursday Thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors I'm going to give you the question next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday and Mark Wilson here Still plenty of time to get your calls into the guys 75 gone in Prague It's Sparta Prague 2 Celtic won Been a real strange evening this for Celtic Because they started the game well And they went in front They then truly fell apart They were really up against it Towards the end of the first half Went 2-1 down And then to be honest They've probably controlled the second half And have created a number of chances But they still trail So going to be a big 15 minutes Coming up this for Celtic And Neil Lennon Rangers fans Were building up to kick off Against Benfica as well So make sure you get your calls Into the guys And let them know how you see it going Right time for this I'm looking forward to this I must say Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Right, I told you before the break that the full time teaser is a special one on a Thursday because thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors, we're giving you the chance to win a football survival pack for watching the games at home. All you have to do is answer this question correctly by 7.45. Tweet us the answers at Clyde SSB. You'll go into the draw. You do need to be over 18. Full T's and C's are at Clyde 1. Com. So your question is this Mark Wilson and Andy Halliday You two have got until the show finishes To come up with the answers But the people playing along at home Need to get in before quarter two Right, quite simple this tonight Andy says Can you name the ten Scottish players That have the most appearances In the English Premier League Can you name the ten Scottish players That have the most appearances In the English Premier Premier League That's your question If you're playing along at home Get the answers in On Twitter at Clyde SSB You need all 10 By quarter to 8 To be in with the chance Of winning tonight's prize What have you two got To kick us off Duncan Ferguson Duncan Ferguson Is 8th on the list Well done Darren Fletcher Darren Fletcher Is 1st on the list 1st yeah Yep Just the 341 English Premier League Appearances for him Davey Weir You ever heard the real story About Darren Fletcher though No like the, the real thing about his career That people need to know See when he was Scotland schoolboys, He was overlooked for the captaincy Oh you're joking 
No joke, Andy. Seriously, <laughs> to take a back seat. Sit down, Darren. I'll take this. The story. The story goes that. That was the turning point from, And he looked and he thought That's how a captain should behave He then kicked on Played for Man United Captained his country 340 appearances I'm All because John. of the man to your see, right See no, shortly after that he, he made his debut for Man United <laughs> Yeah but when He made his debut when he was like 16 or something like, He was in the first team squad at 15 And he had to take orders from you Pass me the ball Fletcher I'll make things happen That's what I said to him Fletcher, I wonder if any has Man United kits in a charity shop in Manchester for six ninety nine. That's the question. Not. You heard not. It's not charitable. Me. And, and his Land Cross. If you want to get yourself a Mark Wilson Beacon Tracky, six ninety nine. Bargain. Bargains to be had. It's not many. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to fit XL. me anyway. <laughs> it may be a bit baggy on you. Aye. Double XL, I think actually. Right. Oh, um, you've got Darren Fletcher, Duncan Ferguson. Who's David Weir one? Good show. Yeah, tenth on the list. He sneaks on. Alright we'll leave it there Remember if you're playing along at home You actually need to get ahead of these guys at some point Because 7.45 is the cut off for you You need all 10 correct answers to win tonight's prize So the 10 players The 10 Scottish players I should say With the most English Premier League appearances Get them in All big names as you would imagine Mark are Celtic going to get a winner tonight? A winner? Uh, an equaliser, uh, an equaliser they need first. Um Look they're certainly putting on the pressure They have Done for probably the all of the second half, or the majority of the second half. Um, obviously, the the big chance comes when Edward is seven yards out. You don't think you'll get a better chance than that. They're pressing for it, and he's right. Whatever Neil Lennon said to him at half time, he's got a reaction, but he needs a goal. Twelve minutes left. Mm. Uh, another crossing opportunity for Ryan Christie here. They need end product. Um, I'll say they'll get an equaliser. How does this all fit in with the overall narrative about Celtic at the moment? Because there's accusations that you know the manager's not got it and they're poorly coached and, and they don't know what they're doing. The manager tells you that there's a softness and there's a fragility and, and individual mistakes. Which of those is, is ringing truest tonight, Mark? Because surely if you look at the entirety of this second half so far and the way they started the game... You don't look poorly co- I'm going to Hang not on. even finish that Fair sentence up. As Sparta Prague uh, go into the box Chip it in and maybe wrap this game up And they do Never mind Commentators curse Sparta Prague 3 Celtic 1 Just mm. rip up what I was about to say I was about to say that for a lot of the game Celtic have actually looked yeah. alright Maybe that makes my point though Because key moments within games Key spells They seem to just find ways of losing They certainly do Now you would say in that first half There was a 10 minute 15 minute spell Where Celtic invited pressure on And were punished Second half They were fine Up until this point And you've got to say It's a wonderful Counter attack goal From Sparta Prague But It's very reminiscent Of the goal Celtic conceded A couple of weeks ago And it's the same guy Julius Who who talks in at the back post And now you're getting To the territory That It is Borderline Humiliating result Again I touched on it earlier You know it's Celtic aren't in the San Siro here They're not playing away to one of Europe's Powerhouses where a 3-1 And you go, oh, well, it's unlucky They're beaten by a well better team It's against Sparta Prague here There's still 10 minutes to play Celtic were pushing to get in this game And it looked like they were going to get an equaliser I just said it a minute ago But that sums up Celtic in a nutshell this season hmm. You know, small moments And it looks disjointed and they've been punished I mean Andy There are spells When you watch this game And 
you think Well you know Celtic look like a better side Than Sparta Prague Who are 3-1 up And who beat them 4-1 in Glasgow So I mean yeah. doesn't doesn't really count for much If you can't translate little bits of of um, you know domination into to winning games or getting points. Yeah, and I think you definitely say that if you watch the first thirty-five minutes of the second half because it's all been played in Sparta Prague's half, and you know Celtic have had sort of three, four half chances, two big chances, and and not tucked them away, and and Sparta's hit them in a counter attack. And again, I mean, it doesn't look like a great goal to concede. Um, my first initial thought was, you know, in Cham. It seemed as if the boy Julius at the back post just had that little bit more desire to get back in and, and put it in. But you know, Celtic they needed two goals to to obviously keep their European campaign alive. But you know, it looks like it needs to be three now for the last ten minutes. And Mark, such is the way of things for Celtic at the moment. I don't mean to be unfair to the guy before he even comes on, but I can almost imagine Celtic fans fresh from the disappointment of going three one down, watching Edward come off and being replaced by Patrick Clamalla, and possibly thinking, what difference is that going to make? Yeah, but it might. It might. He may, he may well prove that to be a, a harsh thing to say, but like I, I'm, I'm kind of predicting what the Celtic fans are feeling at the moment. Yeah, because uh, symbolic of where Celtic are just now. They're thinking they've got this guy who there was all sorts of big money rumours about Edward. He's not quite hit the heights, but you know he, he's done okay tonight. Okay, Mister Sarri scored a very good goal, but you're thinking you're one back in the game. You keep your main man on. He's been taken off, and it didn't look like he was injured because he ran off pretty sprightly. It tells a story for a lot of Celtic uh, supporters and I, I mean, may sound stupid but Celtic just need to be careful here. I touched on it earlier. They don't want this to be another 4-1 or 5-1 result because I wonder what position that puts the board in. I mean, it's still going to be two wins in nine though. So does it really matter if they ship another one or yeah, two, that, do you think? Again, that when, I can't remember who it was, maybe James or John was on earlier and said, you know, paired with Rangers start to the season... You know it looks worse Never mind Rangers start to the season Any Celtic team who have won 2-9 and nine, I think that's alarm bells for the supporters And I get there's European games in there And there's tougher fixtures But I think they expect a better return than that That'd be the worry for The worry for Celtic And the positive for any team that plays the man Where you actually know at the moment Do you know what? It doesn't matter if they batter us for 30 minutes we, We'll still get a chance to score a goal Yeah I think that's the that's always the feeling if you're playing against the old firm. You know, for for large parts of the game, you're going to be, you know, more often than not defending. But is there moments? Is there weaknesses within the team that you can hurt them? And and right now, obviously, Celtic are, are just leaking too many goals at the moment. And you know, off the back of the three goals that you're watching tonight, Sparta Prague didn't really have to do much to to obviously score the three goals. So it's uh, you know, as much as Celtic have dominated the second half, had you know the majority of the ball, certainly the majority of the the bigger chances in the game you know it's one counter attack mm. and ultimately it's it's going to put them out people, the, people the I, Andy people are right to highlight Celtic defensively but I think when you say defensively people automatically think a back four and a goalkeeper I think the problem for Celtic this year a lot of the time has been when they're attacking and the full thing breaks down and teams like you've just seen that third Sparta Prague goal there that's happened a lot this season now there's been times against the smaller sides in our league that Celtic have got away with it but against other sides, they've not got away with it. I look so, I look oh disjointed. And again, we almost saw a howler, a howler for the ages from Scott Bain there, but he manages to recover fair play to him and dives on the ball. That would have just topped it off in horrible fashion. Christopher Julian left it to his goalkeeper. His goalkeeper tried to be really cute and give it back to him, give it, give it straight to the Sparta Prague striker. Uh, but luckily for him, he was able to dive on the ball 
and rescue that would have just that would have summed it all up at the moment, Mark. Yeah, and that, again, that's another position. It's up for debate. Scott Bain has, you know, he's not really played a part. I don't think in a lot of the goals Celtic have conceded, but you always feel there's that wee that wee something yeah. in him, like you just showed there. Um, yeah, you're right. That would have summed it all up, but. Another disappointing night for Celtic with six minutes to go. Right, any more on the teaser? Because the folks at home have only got until quarter to eight to get all their answers in to be in with a chance of winning the prize. So you can help them get up and running. You've got Darren Fletcher and David Weir. Naismith. Gary Naismith. No. None of the two of them. No. no. Stephen or Gary. No. See, see um, David Weir, you said he was 10th. How many appearances? 235. Oh, Colin Henry. Big no. Braveheart. What? No. Christian Daly No Andy Robertson No Not yet James McFadden No Graham Alexander No Barry Ferguson <laughs> Seen a bit of a theme developing here No uh, I was just rhyming off trying to get one there Phone Gordon DL <laughs> Where is he? Get him back <laughs> uh, I mean 235 is a lot, a lot to get aye. So it needs to be more than that mm, Big names you say Kevin Gallagher Well I mean big names in the sense that they've played over 235 right. times in the English Premier League mm. so Don, Don Hutchison oh, no, 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 no Think longevity obviously. Oh I was I was You were trying that <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on Come on mm, We're getting nowhere here you're hopeless Absolutely hopeless We'll, we'll get there How, how, long? how many have we got? 20, 23 minutes 7 to get Punters don't need their help Oh they do Trust me Right let's bring in John Who's a Rangers fan from Motherwell What's on your mind tonight John? Hey, I just had two quick points Obviously My first point being The, the Rangers team for the night I think I'm pretty confident that They'll secure a, a result tonight hey, Obviously Kind of it's important to try and get through to the latter stages as quick as possible. We, like the next run of games in, in December are going to be pretty tough. And to be able to qualify as early as possible so that they can rest key players, I think gives them a big advantage going into New Year. Yeah, how important do you think that is, Andy Halliday? It feels strange asking it because even if Stephen Gerrard does make five and six changes, we don't seem to notice. Heading into that busy December period For Rangers to, to be qualified already And not have to do anything in Europe How beneficial would that be? It's certainly a bonus uh, But If it does go another game Another two games I don't see a, a, a huge deal Because I do think uh, Sorry I do think Rangers have the squad to deal with it I think they've got the depth this year I think You know All over the park uh, To me There's only two players in the team I think are, are really really difficult to replace right now And that's Tav and, and Ryan Kent for me, I think, you know, looking at the two, they'll play basically every game. Uh, if Rangers do qualify tonight, does that give, you know, young Nathan Parson a chance at right back, uh, you know, the last two remaining group games and, and maybe Ryan Kent a rest potentially? But uh, I do feel as if Rangers, for the for the most part, do have the squad to deal with it. But don't get me wrong, you know, if if, if they could take qualification one game early, mm. they'd they grab it with both hands. What do you think, John? Uh, yeah, I would probably agree, but just to ask Andy there as well then, so obviously I know you were saying there that two people that you can really replace would be Tavernier and Kent. Would you imagine that come January, if Rangers have a, a comfortable cushion in the league and are still doing well in Europe, do you think that they would maybe look to do some kind of recruitment in that area just to maybe get 
a backup. I mean, obviously there's been a lot of talk about if Tavernier, Tavernier might get a move or Ryan Kane, obviously he's got that release clause, which obviously Rangers haven't really got much control over if somebody does come in, obviously you know, it's been it's been spoken about that he's Bielsa is a, a big admirer of Ryan Kane and obviously Leeds right now, the way they're playing in the English Premier League, don't really look as if they're, they're kind of half and half, you know one week they're on, next week they're off, do you think they would maybe look in the summer to maybe, or even in the January window just to be able to sign him? Yeah, I do think a big factor will will be if somebody, you know, a, a big player an influential player in the squad does leave, I do think they, then they'll certainly look at the market and and try and bring somebody else in. And, but I do feel as if you know the manager and Ross Wilson's recruitment over the last couple of years has been very good. Uh, looking at the squad right now, if there's no departures, I could maybe see them make one, I'd say. I don't think there'll be many, certainly not be any wholesale changes, but potentially one. I do think that you know the, the right of the front three has always been the one that, you know, like I said at the start of the show, if I'm picking a Rangers team in the biggest game of the season, I could probably guarantee nine players are going to play, potentially ten. But you always feel that whoever's going to be in the right of the front three is always the one that strikes up the most debate. So if they're going to go into the market and, and try and recruit anyone, I do think it could be somebody on that side. But you know, listen, you look at how well everyone within the squad's playing right now and, and whoever's playing is, is doing their job. So I don't think it will I don't think they'll be desperate for any window to come. I do think if there's there's major movement it will be if, if somebody leaves. Good man John It was a pleasure to speak to you Have to leave it there I'm afraid Because I'm a bit short on time But hopefully We'll get the chance To catch up with you soon That was John In Motherwell Right you've got Darren Fletcher David Weir oh. The top 10 Scots James English Morrison Premier League appearances That's Yes a great, shout, great singer as well 311 Well done Yes M- MacArthur Yes Yes And he's really? still going as well He's 271 wow. And still going as well So he'll be adding to that Billy McKinley No Is that that's hopeless. You've just, no. you've just, <laughs> you've just you did, you just, you, you did <laughs> so well, and then you, you took uh, it back. What, what year are we talking Premier League? I know how, we he's not time. offering much here, though, is he? I'm, well, I'm wondering what's going on over. I got the first three, no? Is that not enough? Did you? Ah, you're only as good as your last answer. That's what that's, they say that's in the, true. the teaser. Mine's was McKinley. Well, McKinley <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, there's, got, there's got to be a goalie. Out I there, was saying no? that. Aye, it's got to be a what? goalie. Who's well, a Scottish goalie? It is as if there's definitely a goalie. Are we missing a big one here? A big. Who's a big Scottish goalie well, Goalies are usually big aren't they Aye But a big name Alright oh, big name I'm just you know, McGregor's Gordon Nah See it's nothing like that Older back. It's a bit older yet So what year are we 92 talking? onwards 92 Every time we know, talk about The English Premier so League I have to clear this up 92 onwards Scottish goalkeeper uh, Neil Sullivan Yes <laughs> Well done Big Sully Wimbledon, Tottenham and Chelsea Right we'll leave it there That's the guys in the studio They've got till the end of the show But you at home This is your two minute warning You can take Fletcher, Morrison, MacArthur, Ferguson, Sullivan and Weir But you need to find the other four Within the next two minutes And tweet us at Clyde SSB To be in the draw to win the prize We'll pick the winner And we'll tell you the answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Full time in Prague Celtic have lost 4-1 again uh, To Sparta Prague Quite an incredible end to the match Mark Wilson How, would, how do you sum up that game? Yeah uh, Listen That's a strange one To sum up um, You know One moment A brilliance from Celtic In the first half The rest Very poor Second half 30 minutes Looked like there was a reaction And they were getting in it And Sparta Prague Just picked them off So easy To score against um, You look at every one of the goals So easy And avoidable 
And it really does sum up the season for Celtic so far um, Right down to the goal in the last minute Where there's errors all over the pitch 4-1 could be a significant result I mean Andy ultimately Celtic's good periods within the game Will not matter at all to the Celtic fans tonight Who for the second time in what is it three weeks a fortnight Have seen their team lose 4-1 in Europe And to, not to one of the elite clubs in Europe To Sparta Prague No disrespect to them 4-1 twice Clearly not good enough Yeah and I think You know you touched on it I think Sparta Prague I don't think they've won a domestic game In, in four either So not in good form themselves Domestically so You know it's another huge disappointment For Celtic and, and Celtic fans You know that It's all lies back on Obviously their domestic game's coming up But You know this one's certainly going to hurt and it's two wins in nine for Celtic, Mark. I, yeah. I get that some people say that they don't care about Europe and it's all about the domestic form. But I mean, two wins in nine. It's Listen, the, the people that say that, Europe comes hand in hand with being at Celtic. It, you know, even when you're playing against elite clubs, you need better results than Celtic have got recently. Two wins in nine, yeah, I get. There's AC Milan in there, but there's also Sparta Prague in there twice. It's four to lose eight goals against him twice is, is criminal. You probably... And, Sorry, but you probably felt as well off the back of the game at Parkhead that, you know, although they were poor, you think 4 1 against Sparta Prague, it's probably a freak result. You're not expecting exactly. it to be that poor, yeah. the result to be that bad, and they go and play them again two weeks later, and, mm-hmm. and it's 4 1 again, so it's it's huge disappointment. How big are we talking? How, how big a defeat is that? One that has ramifications for Neil Lennon, or has that all been knocked in the head, whether fans like it or not, this week? For me, no. I, I don't change my opinion from what I said at the start of the show, that I thought. Neil Lennon needed a big performance Maybe not to win the game But he needed a big performance um, From his team tonight And I, As I said there It could be a significant result Another 4-1 defeat Only puts the pressure further On Neil Lennon And the Celtic board Okay don't forget If you're trying to win The football survival kit tonight The competition is closed You need to have all your answers in By quarter to eight We'll see if the guys can come up With the rest of them We'll reveal the answers And we'll pick a winner Before the end of the show Let's go back to Ibrooks And get a final preview Of Rangers against Benfica With Andrew McLean Yeah well I'll run you through The Rangers team first of all Two changes from that win Against Aberdeen At the weekend Out go Ryan Jack And Joe Arrivo In comes Stephen Davis And Glenn Kamara So it's Alan McGregor who starts in goal, the back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield and Glenn Kamara, with Kamar Roof and Ryan Kent, either side of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Bassey, Hellander, Hadji, Itten, Barker, Stewart, Barjonas, Dixon and King. If Rangers can get a win tonight, it would be massive for their progress in this season's Europa League, but massive historically as well, because they are one win of 150 victories in European competition. Another bit of history as well, Alan McGregor making his 82nd European appearance for Rangers that equals Barry Ferguson's club record Europe really has been a marker for Steven Gerrard and the progress he's made as Rangers manager in his time here they're now reflecting that on the domestic front as well and if they win tonight and standard Liège beat Lech Poznan in the other group game Rangers qualify with two games to spare and that will really help in this busy winter period and just before kick-off like all Europa League games tonight we'll be observing a minute's silence to remember the late great Diego Maradona Fitting indeed ahead of these games tonight Are Rangers going to do the business tonight? You two in the studio um, Yeah, I think they will have enough I think there's that much a feel-good factor about the place just now And everyone knowing their roles um, I think, yeah, they will go over the line I'm go for Rangers 2-1 tonight I think it'll be an interesting game Because I think it's a game that Both teams don't necessarily need to win But they will not want to lose So I'd, I wouldn't be surprised to see a draw but I think if any team's going to win it, I think Rangers will do the job. So I'll go mm. for I'll go for one 0 
And I saw you your eyes light up, so to speak, when when even the the subs were mentioned. I think Andrew was running through the academy players, Andy, and and you seemed to to react to that. Yeah, Anything uh, I've always been a big advocate. I want to see the you know the the youth players all, all across Scotland, not only Rangers, get more of a chance. And I do think we've got the quality there. And, uh, I'm currently doing my B license, which is obviously on postpone because the the pandemic, as you can imagine, is is the majority of things are. And, uh, while I was doing my my B license course, I I took quite a bit to do with the the Rangers under 18s last year with, with Kevin Thompson just to try and you know get the ropes and see what different coaches are doing and whatnot. So, you know, be doing that got me the chance to to see quite a lot of the young players. And there was one player that came up for the under 16s to to train and play a few under 18 games, and and that one was Leon King. And uh, you know, ever since the first few times I saw him, I thought, you know, everyone in the academy, he's the one that gives me you know real hope. And I do I do see a big future mm. for for Leon King and, and someone that I can see if he keeps progressing the way he has done. Know, being a big mm. player in the future for Rangers yeah, Maybe not tonight but one to keep an eye on then In the future Rangers fans Right let's round this off shall we Full time teaser With Thompson's personal injury solicitors More than a million paid in compensation every week What a response to this on Twitter tonight Stephen um, is the winner tonight Stephen McNishan Bishop Briggs Well done to you More than 50 entries Correct entries Between half seven And quarter to eight It was incredible stuff Did some of you Google it? Probably Should you be ashamed Of yourselves? Absolutely Does it matter? Not really Well done to Stephen McNishan Bishop Briggs You are the winner Of the football survival kit A big thank you To our friends At Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors For hooking us up A beer fridge A case of beer To go in it Pies Thanks to Pie Sports Scotland And Bovril as well Stephen is all set up To be watching the games from home We wish you could go to the games But maybe this is the next best thing So thanks again to Thompson's Personal oh. Injury Solicitors And well done to Stephen McNish oh, right. and Bishop Briggs He got all 10 But can you two dafties get all 10 oh, the, the 10 Scottish footballers with the most appearances In the English Premier League Before the break you had Darren Fletcher James Morrison James MacArthur Duncan Ferguson Neil Sullivan Davy Weir So but before the During the break mm-hmm. So we were on 6 is that right? Yep. So during the break, me and Mark put a head together. We've got three. I've I've got. I think I've got the last one, but I'm not going to say because I want to tease Mark about it. So I'll let him say about the three. Right. Okay. Uh, so one of them, which I was embarrassed that I never got before, was Gary McAllister. Yeah, I was waiting for you not getting that, and then him <laughs> pulling you up about it. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's busy. He's probably not listening well, right now. I, but if I'm right on my last one, I think you know, roles might be reversed, and I could be slagging Mark for not getting the the last one. Right. Okay. Mark. No. What you uh, got for us? I, I, I went for Matt Elliott. She won. He is not. No, oh, no. Right, I've got another one. Go. Dominic Matteo. Yes, well done. Right, right. so one I believe <laughs> two to get. Am I right in saying one's definitely played with Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a fullback. Oh, really? Uh, so I'll let you time piece it together. Piece it together <laughs> for there. Oh no, it's on the tip of your tongue. I thought you were about it, to aye, say aye, it. Oh, Paul Telfer. Yeah. Paul Telfer. Is is. Yeah, well done. Look at that, what a team player Andy knew well that done. and thought he would just leave it to Right, what about the I last shout. one? I watched the last one I, don't, I thought that was the last one I thought Matt Elliott oh, was one Matt Elliott's hopeless No, rubbish answer right. Remember I said well, Fuzzy is it? Is he muzzet? Is he muzzet? He's still playing You're joking The thing that's confusing you Is we don't see him play for Scotland Ever really I mean, Stephen Fletcher? No Even less Scotland caps than him Good shout as well we still get calls to say why, why is this guy not play for Scotland He's still playing in the English Premier League Oh, yeah. oh Phil Bardsley Phil Bardsley oh. Well done You got there in the end Thank yeah, you 
Andy Halliday and Mark Wilson Another really poor night for Celtic Celtic fans call us at 6 o'clock tomorrow And let us know what you made of it Rangers about to get underway against Benfica as well We'll look back on it all And Callum Gallagher is up next